so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami, you've got style. Loose. Picture at Los Angeles, 2016. Welcome to Out. On the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I am Sir H. Allen Scott. And I am Dame Carrie Doherty. (laughs) And this is a podcast (laughs) dedicated. Did I already say that? No. No, this is a wow, podcast. Wow, you got so distracted <laughs> by an so accent <laughs> that you didn't even know where you'd dedicated. left off in a 10-second intro. We watch an episode of The Golden Girls and then we talk about it. No, have Wait, enthusiasm. I'm so, I'm, so, I'm so flustered now. I'm so confused. You threw yourself off. I've been traveling and my brain is all over the place and I'm making bread and like things are happening it in my brain. It smells really good in here, though. I know, thank you. It's chili and bread. I'm making it's, challah uh, for my, my shabween. It's Shabbat and Halloween. I know. I got the invite. Shabbat. I was very excited about the 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 play on Shabbat. The attempt at a play on word. I liked it. It's. I mean, I was also like, I was thinking like Halloween. Why didn't you call it Halloween? Like ch like challah bread. That's that's cute, and I didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> but coming from the non-Jewish person, yeah, in this that's room. not a bad idea. Halloween. 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 Chutzpah. No, yeah. too far. Well, but okay. um, welcome, guys, to welcome. this week's episode. Uh, we just watched season four, episode 19, Till Death Do We Volley, which aired on March 18th, 1989, and was the episode where uh, Dorothy's friend Trudy plays a uh, pretty big prank on Trudy. her. Trudy. Trudy, who talks like... Oh, no, I can't do it. Hold on. Um, you, I'm don't do throw it. yourself off with this it. accent. I'm, I'm afraid you might fall off the it. couch. Trudy. Um, how does she talk? Do it. You can do it really well. Dorothy, it's, it's so good to see you. It's... <laughs> It's been so long. Oh, we we just play with one another. But no, she's some more know. southern. You it's more it, southern. You called it theater southern, it's which theater I thought was southern. very interesting. It's like gonna go down to the dam. But that's, that's not it either. Good. But that's that's very eastern. I feel like it's a it's a combination Accents of what we both just did. I know. Yeah. Okay. I, tried to get Stan. Stan's an actor, and Stan doesn't do accents. And I'm like, I tried to get him to do different accents. He's like, I can't. I can't do accents. Yeah. And so I tried to get him to do an Australian one, and I was like, I said something, and he's like, no, 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 we have to break it down syllable by syllable. Shrimp on the bob. I can't no, do it. No, <laughs> I did. My favorite Australian thing to ever get anybody to try to do the accent is, is out, Outback Steakhouse. So I made him say it in part. So we did it like this. Here, you repeat after me. Okay. Out. Out. Beck. Beck. Steak. Steak. Else. House. So it's Outback Steakhouse. See, no, <laughs> you, you got to go in a different direction. <laughs> I mean, really I bad. like, I love Outback Steakhouse and frequent <laughs> listeners to this podcast, Brent Sullivan or frequent guests, Brent Sullivan and Elliot Glazer and I often go to Outback Steakhouse as a treat. It's like what we do. Like sure. Once every couple of months. We're what basically, do you get? Oh, it, it varies. I look because they, they, they list the calories. Which is a problem. Yeah. So I those, often, but those dishes are big. You could split one with someone. Splitting is for losers. So I. <laughs> okay. So I usually get losers a chicken. Losers save money. Yeah, I get the chicken dish so that I can have lower calories there and have higher calories on the brown bread. The what? The brown bread. What is the brown bread? It's the brown bread they give you. It's like a oh, rye. Oh, like the rolls. It's not a roll. It's a loaf of bread. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about a dessert, maybe. No, it's a loaf of brown. I call it brown bread. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's rye or... Yeah. Listeners, you know. you. I'm sure many of you have been or to pumper, Outback. Is it pumpernickel? It's not pumpernickel. That's too dewy for an Outback. 
<laughs> that's that's not that's not happening. Um, guys, speaking of Jewy, <laughs> I, I should say um, first off that the episode we were going to do, which was going to be with my family, didn't happen because my family got lost in a hurricane. They're on their way back. They were just traveling in Florida. The hur- I don't know what I'm saying. I know. They're I was sick. like, wait, They're people sick. have They're- been dying. I know. That's a bad thing. I didn't realize the hurricane was actually happening until I said <laughs> it. I was thinking of the episode of the Golden Girls when, like, they were worried about Ma being out in the thing. Of course. You know, that's... Yeah, what- save me. Oh, fuck me. I'm cooking bread. So... Yeah, you are they- just... You- we're sick last week, and it was a very difficult week. So everything is fine, but they couldn't do the podcast for that reason, which is why we're posting this a wee bit late. Yes, because um, you just got back into town. I literally Hence just your got inability back. to be a human. <laughs> I can't be a human tonight. And also, speaking of better humans than myself at this moment, we need to thank a Mr. Eric Peterson for donating to the podcast. Thank, thank you, you so Eric much, Peterson. Eric. I love and the frequent we have we have regular uh, donators donators people who donate on Patreon and we want to thank all of you. There are so many of you and it's so we so appreciate Ooh, it. I'm going to go onto Patreon and I'm going to get their names. Oh, there are so many. And names. I'm going to write all of their names down on a piece of paper. And can we turn it into a song? And then I'm going to kiss them. I'm going to blow them up in the air and then I'm going to dance as it rains um, down on don't me. Don't pull a Trump. Because some people don't want to be just kissed instantly. I said when you I was going them. to kiss pieces of paper, not the people. But yeah. I wouldn't just pick up a child and try to kiss it on the mouth. That's did you see gross. that gif I did? I you did. guys, it's so good, though. It was a good um, gif. Um, also, so thank you. So, guys, say, if you do want to donate, you can go to outonthelanai.com slash donate, or you can also set up a one-time donation or a monthly donation on Patreon. Thank you all for donating. And thank you, Eric Peterson. Yes. Your name has two names and a noun in it. That's pretty damn impressive. I actually got it tattooed on me. Wow. Well, we're going to have to take a picture and show that to everybody. I have all the donors tattooed on me. Um, let me ask you a question. <laughs> yes. Have you ever gone to a high school reunion? Yes. What was it like? It was tragic because I was bald as fuck and had just finished chemo. It Which, was a horrible was decision. It, was it at your tenure? Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was. It was a. Uh, it was a horrible decision. It was probably one of the worst things I've ever done. Why did you? Bad. Why did you decide to go at the time? I kind of got guilted into it. Uh. You know, I was friends of mine were like, "Oh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fine. No one's caring. Everyone knows. Like, it's fine." And I went under the pretense of that. And, and, and how, then, how big was your class? It was a large class, like a five hundred person class. Oh, okay, so um, that's big. But not all of them were there. And I wound up pissing someone off. And it was like because someone came up to me. I did a lot, like in high school, for like HIV stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and. <laughs> Someone, I forget what I said, but someone, well, first she came up and she told me how much of like an, she was a a person younger than me, but she had married someone in my class. And she came up to me and she was like, you were such an impact in my life. You were, you, I, 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 my career, I work in health services because of the work you did. You started with this group, all these things. I could not remember her name for the fuck of me. I could Mm, not. And it was also chemo brain and I still don't remember the bitch's name, but, um, she was really mean about it. And she was like, wait, that you couldn't remember her name. Yeah. She was really, I hope she's listening. She was really mean about it. That is, that makes me question the authenticity of the things she said before she got mad that you couldn't remember her name. Cause she's like, you were such an inspiration. I want to help people. I I want to work in public service. And then for her to get mad at that, I threw out the line. I'm sorry, chemo brain. I don't, I don't know what is happening, but I don't remember. I, I, I honestly, had zero recollection of and her. When was the last time you'd seen her? Probably back in high school. Right. Yeah. Which is like, 
but I don't even remember. I don't even remember seeing her in high school. That's the thing. Like I don't. But that shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. Why get angry at me? So my reunion was a piece of shit. But I will say there were great people there, and uh, there were many good friends that were there. That was nice to see. Okay. All right. Yes. What about yours? I've never gone. Why? Well, I I never really lived close to home. Like I remember when don't we, they have them at like the holidays? That's when they usually have them. Yeah, but they would have them around Thanksgiving. Yeah. And when I was in college in Georgia, I didn't go home for Thanksgiving. I just went home for Christmas because oh, I didn't have enough money to fly home like in November and then December yeah, in the most hard. expensive times that's of hard. the year. I wonder Fuck why they that. plan that that way. I don't know. But um, so I never went. Uh, I think we had a five year and a 10 year and I didn't go to either one of them. Interesting. Uh, I think the 10 year I might have been in. I think I was in New York at that point. But guys, we're I talking about this because this reason. is about a reunion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is everybody <laughs> knows. Um, everybody knows why. Why we're talking about reunions. Um, I, don't, I don't need to. I, I don't feel the need to go to another one. Well, now you don't need to because of Facebook. If you like, I, there are people in high school I like. I'm not like super close with, but I like keeping up with them, and it's nice to see what's going on with I've them on Facebook. But so many people from high school because of this election. So yeah, many I've been people. lucky. Knock on wood that I it's been scarce in terms of like. Yeah, but I feel like I mean you're from a state that will largely support the candidate you support. Yes, and and I'm not, and uh, yeah. and I'm definitely there's a lot of very mean things out there mm. of people yeah. that I, I'm sort of like, how you have daughters. I know. But whatever. Yeah, I know. Preaching the choir. Not going to get political, um, but folk So <laughs> the episode opens. We learn Dorothy is so excited because one of her best friends from high school, Trudy, Trudy. is coming to Miami for their high school reunion. Reunion. And Bryn, I love it because we had we asked people this morning. I posted on Facebook. If you guys have any questions about this episode, let us know. The two people that posted were asked the same exact huge logistical questions. Let me just say that, I that before I pressed uh, Mr. Record button here, Carrie was going crazy over reading these questions. She was so excited <laughs> that you guys had the same. You were on the same. What did you say? You said Captain CSI or something. What did you say? Like logistical? Oh, I think I maybe said Captain Logistics. Yeah, that you guys were on the same page as her. So I just want to say that y'all have spirit animals. Yeah. So Bryn Jurenek Feinberg, who we love Bryn. Love she Bryn. is a wonderful fan of the podcast. Bryn writes, so I was always confused why Dorothy's reunion was in Miami, but I guess we don't really know when she moved to Miami. I just figured she would have gone to school in New York Does City, which happen? would have made sense when you consider the flashbacks. But as a GG fan, I've learned to just throw all logic out of the window. Bryn, I, the same thing I wrote down, why is it there and not in New York? Do they ever, do, do reunions ever do that? I'm sure they must. No, I mean, you have it in the state where you, where you were from. But what from. happens when you get like 80 something and everyone lives in Arizona anyway? I don't know, but <laughs> here's what I will say. This was the question I asked immediately because she just calls it a reunion. Yeah. And later we learn Dorothy's like throwing the party. Yes. So when she says that, I'm like, oh, is this like an unofficial reunion where you've, you have like a mailing list of the this people the cool from your people. high school who live in Miami, which that is believable that because people sense. would retire to Miami. Yes. But like say that up top because she just says like, oh, our school reunion. And I'm like. You went to school in Brooklyn. You'd be having it yeah. at, you know, a bar. God, I would love it if my reunion Bed-Stuy. wasn't in my hometown. Even my reunion wasn't even the na- in the neighborhood I went to high school. It was in the neighboring community that was like a well, like a like an adversary. It should at least be in the same state. I mean, yes, true. <laughs> you know? Okay. Um. So yeah, great question, Bryn. <laughs> Good um, question, Bryn. We love you. So 
Dorothy is pretty much like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to see Trudy. It's really cute to see Dorothy this sort of excited. Oh yeah. Giddy, Giddy Spornak is a fun Spornak. Um, And Sophia's like. Someone put that on a shirt. Yes, please. (laughs) And Sophia's like, "Uh, yeah, no, you hate that bitch. You hated her. You hate that bitch. Y'all fought all the time. What are you talking about, bitch? And I guess they used to like pull a lot of pranks on each other. Yeah. Which (laughs) I'm like, I never pulled pranks on my friends in high school. No. My mother did. No, I take it back. I did. Oh God, I feel so bad. My best friend in the my best friend in the entire world. Your former best friend. No, no, we're still best (laughs) friends. I I this still oh god, I feel so bad. Like have you ever said like I hate you to someone and then saw how bad it hurt their face and you just like feel horrible? No, I've never Um, felt bad. Oh god. So she was terrified of clowns and we we decided we were gonna try to get her over her fear of clowns. Oh. And so we're like we're going to put on a movie and we're going to watch it. And we put on Stephen King's It. Yes! But that's... No, <laughs> Sorry, get excited. That's not the bad part. We we watched It knowing it would only deepen her fear. So yeah. we said, we're doing this as therapy, the way you jump out of a plane to get over your fear of heights. We were yeah. like, we're going to show you this movie. You're going to feel better. Instead, it made her more scared, which was our intention, which is fucked up because we were like no, 14 years old. That's awesome. Then... No, no. That's not the bad part. What'd you do? So then we were like, you're freaked out. Let's all go for a walk. So we all went for a walk outside and we're walking. You did the clown thing before the clown thing was a thing. (laughs) We were walking and um, another friend of ours, Kim. Dressed up as a clown. We had rented a costume. Yes, I love you guys. You at 14 was you at 30. Wow. Put like red paint on it. It was a whole thing. And it wasn't to try to cure our friend. Again, the intentions were always to terrify terrible. Her. That's amazing. So we were walking. We're walking down the street. And I, oh my God, I'm so crazy. I thought we did this to my friend Danielle. We didn't. We did it to my friend Kim. Danielle was in the clown costume. So we look back and Kim's like, oh, weird. There's like some guy walking down the street. It was dark. She couldn't see. Yeah. Next thing you know. Danielle steps out under a street light. Yes. So it's like the the the, the street light is I like an orange glow down on her body. This. Kim sees her and just runs. Wow. Like I've never seen anybody run in my life before. She just screams and takes off running. <laughs> we can't find Kim, right? Like she's taken off running and screaming. That's we the name of the documentary. Her. We can't, we find, can't Kim. find Kim. <laughs> no, she's now living in England. She has children and they all speak like this and they're very, very cute. Um, I don't know what kind of accent that was. But uh, <laughs> finally, Kim runs around the neighborhood, finds her way back to our house and yeah. she is terrified. Yeah. And at this point, you'd think we'd be like, oh my God, Kim, we were, were joking. Sorry. We're so sorry. Yeah. But we didn't. That's amazing. <laughs> Instead... My sister hid in a closet and we were like, Christy's missing. We think the clown killed her. (laughs) So then she got even more scared and she like picked up the phone to call nine uno uno. And with all the screaming that was happening, my mom, who was that woman who would like go to bed, she'd put her fan on and the TV. If she heard one goddamn thing in the middle of the night, she would come down and scream at you. And my mom came out and was like, what is going on? <laughs> and then we finally, that's where we broke. It wasn't because we were worried about Kim's like you emotional well-being. I was scared of my mom. That's really funny. <laughs> and we funny. told her we were joking and she was so mad. My mother was the one who did all the pranks. I never had pranks in high school. My mom, my I wasn't raised Jewish. I was raised Mormon. And my mother... She told me that they circumcised the boy at the bar mitzvah and (gasps) I believed her and I went to my first bar mitzvah and 
I told everyone, because I was that kid, that Steve was going to get circumcised at the bar mitzvah. And everyone was like, oh, that's strange, because there was no other Jews in my neighborhood. And then at the reception afterwards, everyone's like, ready to party, you know, yeah. it's the bar mitzvah. And I'm getting nervous, because I don't want to see Steve get circumcised. And so <laughs> I go up to his mother, and I'm like, hi. Mrs. Adelman, I think you're great, and Steve is great, and um, I'm Mormon, and I can't see Steve get circumcised. And wait, she, does that go against? No, Mormon? it doesn't go against. Okay. I just said that. You just said it. I just said it. I and, see. And she looked at me really confused, and she didn't laugh, but she was she she smiled a little bit, and then she grabbed my hand and she took me over to a group of women, middle aged seniors, you know, older, and uh, and she was like, say exactly what you just told me to these women. And I just said, I can't see Steve get circumcised. And they all busted up laughing. And I was mortified because I knew my mother had played a huge prank on me. That's very funny. But deep down, I also was very satisfied because in that moment, I also knew I can make people laugh. Yeah. I got this skill. I got this. Did and you also, were you attracted to him at the time? Did you also want to see his dick a little bit? No. Bit, but okay. I left, I left immediately and I went and I begged for a ride home and my mom was just laughing. <laughs> and I bet you made like th- those women, you oh, made they, their day. I'm sure you know I did. What I mean? I'm sure I did. That's really yeah. funny. Yeah. Your mom's prank is not nearly she as malicious. She also put grape Kool-Aid in the, in the shower one, one year. Wait, so what? She put grape Kool-Aid in the shower faucet, so when you turn the shower on, purple comes out at you, and it stains your body. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good prank. I might do that yeah. to Stan. Do it. I mean, um, it stains for days, so like, be warned that he can't go to set. <laughs> okay. Um, so, okay, wow. we have, I, And I don't care how long this episode is. It's got a lot of fun stuff, it so I go. haven't had Let's dinner yet. It. It's going to go. It. Um, so Dorothy's so excited Trudy's coming. She's going to brush yes. up on her tennis skills so yes. she can take Trudy out to the courts and whoop her ass. Whoop her ass. Um, and uh, Trudy comes over. And when Trudy gets here and her and Dorothy greet each other at the door, first, it's almost like Dorothy's looking into a weird funhouse mirror because... Yeah. They're both around the same height. They both have poofy hair and like, like jangly earrings. They're like except she's blonde. Yeah. And they... they she doesn't <laughs> sound like she's from Brooklyn. No. But neither does Dorothy. Dorothy but, does more than her. No. Sophia does more than Dorothy does. More than yeah. Trudy does. But they both they both take each other's hands with their hands and kind of shake them. Yeah. Which I thought was so brilliant because I'm like, it's one of those things where it's like the closest they can do to wringing each other's necks. Like, yeah. it is so good to see. They're just shaking each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and Trudy. Oh, also, I have to talk about Dorothy's outfit. Great. And the scene. Pink, purple, pastel, cowl neck. Slouch boots, like cowl neck and slouch boots. When you get that combination with uh-huh. B. Arthur, it's the most amazing combination. Everything. It She's was everything. an amazing outfit. Everything. This episode. This is Dorothy's episode. I loved this episode. She had a lot of good moments. She did. Her and Blanche. Yeah. Um, oh, Blanche was great too. Trudy's husband Jack is such a snooze. Uh, but he's also kind of a boner. Is he? Yeah. yeah. I looked at him and I was like, I wasn't into it. You're the quiet type that has a nice lean body and wants to sit on it. He is. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. I just thought he was a snooze. He was I also boring. haven't had dinner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah. Your chili smells really good. It sucks that we're sitting here smelling the chili and not eating the chili. It won't chili. be good for another day. Why? Just chili. You don't eat chili immediately. You got to let it sit. You got to oh, let it get old. Oh, I disagree. Old. How do you thicken your chili? 
I don't really thicken it. I like it kind of watery hmm. because over time it thickens. I put a lot of cocoa powder in mine. Interesting. It's really good. Mm, it's I'll really good. Try that. I like, I like boiling it twice. Oh. Yeah, you cook it once, let it sit, cook it again. Do the, does the stuff inside get mushy? It doesn't get mushy, no. It just, okay. it just, it, it adds, I think it moves the flavors around. I don't fucking know. It, it moves it, the it, it tastes good. That's I don't all know. I know. <laughs> um, so the miniature dude walks in the door. Her and Dorothy are like, they're ribbing each other. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, throwing in some jabs. And there's a funny moment where Trudy goes, I admire your gumption. And Dorothy goes, and I, your breast implants. <laughs> And they're talking, and Dorothy's commenting on her boobs, saying, like, the left one looks good. No, they look good. But she's wearing, like, a very loose-fitting blouse and a sports coat over it. But, I mean, everything they say is not based in any truth, really. Well, no, it sounds like she did get a boob job. But but also, like, it's not like she, Dorothy may know that, but may not be able to see it, and she's just commenting on it to make her comment. You know, know, it's like... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, And then one of my favorite Sophia jokes of all time is in this episode, where uh, Sophia's kind of like shitting on Trudy a little bit and Blanche looks at Trudy's husband and goes, you'll have to excuse Sophia. Sorry, excuse me. She goes, uh, you'll have to excuse Sophia. That wasn't a good Blanche either. Um, <laughs> and Sophia goes, uh, oh, you heard that? <laughs> and then there's like a 10 second applaud break and she goes, I thought I was safe backed up here against these pillows. And, my, and there's like another la- long laugh. My favorite laugh. reaction to that is Rose's. Oh, bless you. Excuse I me. thought you were going to do Rose's reaction. I was no. like, did she dab? No, I had to sneeze. Um, <laughs> no, Rose's, um, it's Santa Ana winds. I have all this allergy thing. Sure, happening. it's the Santa Ana winds. You've traveled. You haven't had dinner. Accents. <laughs> 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 oh, um, yeah, no, Rose's reaction was so like uncomfortable, and she was just like, I'm next to her. Oh, that's right. She was on the yeah, couch. It was really cute. Um, so then the women go to find uh, Trudy and Dorothy, who are still in the kitchen. But their arm rest. They're straight up arm wrestling. Yeah, like, it's great. As a way, just to show how competitive they are. I mean, like they couldn't be in the kitchen for thirty seconds without being like, "Let's arm wrestle." And then Dorothy's all like, "You know what? Enough of these games. Let's do something that requires some skill mm-hmm. tomorrow on the courts." Boom. Yeah, and I also like that she calls her a lousy sack of cellulite because that just sounds so nice, like rolling Don't off. Don't ever the tongue. call me that. Um. I also have to, they did this, I wouldn't have pointed this out except they did it twice in the episode, which I always appreciate, like fun runners, which is um, uh, after Trudy beats Dorothy at arm wrestling, she goes, and I'm going to try this, you say that Southern theater thing, but she goes, how does it feel to have your butt whipped? That was good. Oh, thank you. That was good. And Blanche goes, Blanche steps forward. But it's more like butt whipped. Please do it. Please do it. Say the line. Butt whipped. So how does it do feel it. to? How does it feel to have your butt whipped? Oh, yeah, that was the, yeah. yes, that was very good. I have to have you as an example. Yes, of course. Go do it. Yeah. Um, and Blanche steps forward and goes, "Well, sometimes I find it strange you titillating." <laughs> oh, 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 you didn't mean me. Blanche like she does is that so thing. good. She does it twice in this I episode. Know if I love an Emmy it. for this episode. I'm going to find out. We should also say that. Oh, I do know that this episode was written by Tracy Gamble and Richard. Tracy Vag- Gamble. Va- Vassy, Richard Vassy, I believe is how you pronounce the Love last name. Love Tracy Gamble. Well, yeah, Tracy Gamble, who, if you guys haven't listened to our interview with Tracy, he was so lovely and told mm-hmm. us so many amazing stories. You should go mm-hmm. back and find it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, the women, Dorothy and Trudy are, and I, I'm going to say uh, in air quotes, 
playing tennis. Yes. Because it's that very typical, uh, you know, A, we don't have enough money to, like, build a tennis court or show a tennis court. And B, like, B. Arthur's not going to play tennis for you guys. B. Arthur is not going to break a sweat She's not going to break a sweat. Um, So you have, like, you know, Blanche, Rose, and Sophia sitting in the bleachers. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, sorry. Whoa. Oh, ah, I'm dying. Are you okay? No, I'm not. I'm I'm such a fool. The woman who played Trudy is played by Anne Francis, who passed away in 2011. R.I.P. Miss Francis. Miss Francis was in such notable films as Forbidden Planet and the TV show Honey West, but she's most famous, and I can't believe I didn't know this, for playing Georgia James in Funny Girl. She was uh, Barbara oh. Streisand, sort of like... Friend, in right before Barbara Streisand, if you guys have ever seen the film, if you've never seen Funny Girl, we can't be friends. But um, you <gasps> need to never you need to watch it. It's really good. It's su- it's like one of the best musicals ever. Anyway, um, when right before Barbara Streisand goes out to sing, you know, don't tell me not to live, just sing, you know, yeah, that's I know that from right before Mrs. she Doubtfire. does that, she's saying that to. Anne Francis. Wow. Who's telling her, no, don't go after him. Don't run to him. And she, Barbara Streisand's all like, no, I got to. I love him. And Anne's like, okay, take the flowers. <laughs> and she does it. Oh, my God, Anne Francis. I'm so excited. Go on. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> um... So yeah, the, the the they're playing tennis off screen, and I just like I like to imagine that there's like some poor PA or oh. a grip. No, just like a guy who's like pointing to the left, then pointing to the right, so the women know where like to this. where to look because yeah. like you know the sort of looking left, looking right. And then I love Dorothy and Trudy come over to like dab their sweat with towels, and I'm like. Fuck you, neither one of you have yeah. broken no, a bead of sweat. But Dorothy's outfit, I love. It's very like. Like it's 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 casual and basic and there's no real frill through it, but it's like it's a nice outfit. I would like it. I would wear it. I don't even remember what it, it was like, like a beige top that was sort of like a button up and it was loose and a little skirt and it's fine. Rose was in purple. She looked Rose good. looked good. Trudy had a short skirt on too. She looked Trudy good. Looked Hers good. were her clothes were a little tight. Watch funny girl, you see why. She looks good. Um, she looked good. There's a really funny when the women come over and dab themselves with towels, there's a really funny uh Rose line where uh Trudy's like, Are you ready to forfeit? And Dorothy's like, Dorothy Spornak doesn't know the meaning of the yeah. word forfeit. And, <laughs> and Rose, Rose goes, goes, She's a teacher. Yeah. Yeah, it was really funny. Um, and then the women, and again, like... They the run best, off around two. The best example of someone making fun of this, which is like such like a small, dumb thing. Yeah. But in the movie What Hot American Summer, when... i um, a big fan. Kids are supposed to be getting rescued off of a raft, which mm-hmm. is stuck, stranded in the middle of a river with like, you know, uh, uh, rapids. Yeah. And he, Ken Marino... <laughs> runs off screen and Joe Latrulio just stands there and, and the camera's on him and he's just narrating what's happening. He's like, oh, you're running. You're running out to the water and you're jumping in and you're saving them. You're saving all the kids. You're saving them. And then he comes back off screen because, you know, production, it's too expensive to shoot, which is, it's it's so amazing because this is exactly what the girls do. They're like, Trudy tripped. She's not getting up. She faded. I hope it's nothing serious. And I'm like, fucking run down there. Well, yes, but Sophia has <laughs> an amazing. There. What was Sophia's line in this moment? She had a really, really funny. I don't know, but she's like, she's basically like, yeah, I've seen somebody fall like that. She's dead. Oh, something about cement. Sure. I forget. It Point was is, good. the women stand there and talk about it an awful long time. Yes. Um, 
before they help. Um, yeah. Huge logistical question about this, but um, you know what? Well, okay, what? I'll get Ask to it. it later. No, Ask I'll get it. to it later. Okay. Um, <sighs> so now we... No, no, I want to talk about it now. <laughs> I want to talk about it now. And so Jessica Reynolds, uh, another fan of the podcast... Hey, Jessica. ...commented, she says... I've always been bothered by the fact that she, Trudy, faked her own death. Georgia James. Like, if you fake having a heart attack, wouldn't EMTs have to be called? Wouldn't they, they take your body to the morgue if you indeed died? Did she pay the EMTs? Maybe. She was. She had some money and in the She says, scenes. but like the poster above me, meaning Bryn, logic goes out the window when watching this show. LOL. Jessica, I thought the same exact thing. I thought, okay, for Trudy to pull off this prank, right? She faints. One of the women are going to call 911. You can't, you can't control who gets dispatched, right? So Trudy is straight up going to go into an ambulance. Yes. Which means that she's paying for that. Those yes. ambulance rides are very expensive. It was the 80s. They get to the hospital. <laughs> she either pays a doctor, which I don't believe happens, or yeah. she pays an actor to yeah. come out posing as a doctor, something that I think someone could probably get arrested for, for yeah. impersonating a doctor yeah. when you're not a doctor. Not I don't know. Press charges. Well, but you can't impersonate a police officer, for example. That's a crime. But to have somebody come out as a doctor and go, I'm so sorry, Is she's it a crime passed away. Sex play too? No, no. Okay. No, I don't think so. I'm sure there's a gray area. But <laughs> Dorothy would have called her husband, right? <laughs> it's just like it, the logistics of it. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, okay. I guarantee you this is okay. This uh, is, this is you, you, Jessica and Bryn are on the other side of the writer's room. And me and Tracy are all like, let loose imagination. <laughs> have some fun. It's a 30 minute show. <laughs> I know, but if we can't talk about these things now, when can we? In oh my! Rack. I just felt like Jan Brady. <laughs> you are. You kind of are. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Anyway, it, it would have been a very expensive plan. That's yes. all I'm saying. Yes. Um, so, Jessica, thank you house. for feeling the same way as me. They are back at the house, and you know Dorothy is just so upset. I mean, she's she's at the table. She says. She says. She's crying. She's yeah. like, why did it have to happen this way? I feel like a murderer. Yeah. Dorothy is blaming herself. Well, because she is kind of a murderer. No, she's yes. not. Mother she, Nature was a murderer. No, she, said, qu- she said, I'm going to kill you. Well. And then what happens? She, quote unquote, dies. I mean, it's like, you know, Rose thinking that she kills men by sleeping with him. It's she just does. a coincidence. She, no, she doesn't. <laughs> Don't put that out there. People are going to start blaming themselves for things that aren't actually their fault. If I was having sex with someone and they died, I would definitely think I killed them. And I would maybe be proud of it because it's like, yeah, I'm that good. Mm. <laughs> I don't want to think of that. That gives me so much anxiety to think Does about. It? Yeah. Do you worry about killing Stan in sex? No, but I worry like, what, like ugh, that's just like just such a scary thing to think about. Because there's things that you don't. You? No, that you like think about like death and sex. Could you picture two things that are like further away from each other in terms of like feelings and tone and everything. Just, you know what I mean? Oh well, yeah, but you know. So like bringing those two things together, that's catastrophic. I guess it's just, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like when someone it's like accident, fire and ice. it's like when you have a little accident in bed, it's like these things happen, you know? No, <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Every gay man listening totally knows what I'm talking about. Oh, well. <laughs> and any adventurous woman. Oh, now I know. I think I know what you're talking about. So, um, I just wrote down. Carrie's some... so uncomfortable. Right no, now. I'm not. I'm so hungry. Yes. I wrote. 
I wrote down, I, 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 there, there's a really great quote. I just wrote down some Yahoo cracker. Because that was what Dorothy oh, said to Blanche. Yeah. Well, because Blanche is trying to relate, and she's telling some story, and uh, Dorothy is so, like, basically calls the man that she probably had sex with in the story a Yahoo cracker, which yeah. is really funny. And Blanche has this really big emotive story about her family and 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 you know how something unfolded or whatever. But it really just ends with Blanche going. You know, we have money, but we're basically white trash. Yeah, talking about her own family, <laughs> yeah. which it was pretty amazing for it's her to say great. that. It's pretty great. Because like we know later, remember, she's like, oh, I'm a failed man. Well, at when this Blanche point, they're all dead. She's Jewish. Right. But remember when Blanche finds out she's Jewish, she amazing like cannot episode. stand it. Oh, I'm I love, a failed man. I cannot, a failed man. I cannot wait for that. We should get my rabbi to come on for that oh, episode. That would be really fun. Yeah. Um, He's a big fan. He's come to the shows. Oh, yay. Yeah. Um. So, and then there's also a really funny line where... Uh, like Dorothy digs on Blanche and Blanche goes, sorry, Dorothy, we can't all come from as socially acceptable places as Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> and I'm like, it's works in 1989 does not work in 2016. It works. I mean, you're, Brooklyn you're, is the most expensive city to live in, in this country. It has no, surpassed, it, it has surpassed not. Manhattan. It has surpassed Los Angeles. It has surpassed San Francisco. No, I just did a thing that, that, that said that, um, San, San Francisco is, I just read a whole thing. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. It's that Brooklyn surpassed Manhattan. Yeah. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Okay. I got really excited. But even that I question, I question the, the, realisticness of that i don't know yeah i i don't dumbo is very expensive as is brooklyn heights yeah but Cobble Hill, those Carroll are Gardens, places that Park real Slope. people aren't living are you oh in dumbo yeah white people who have money and who are working in right. manhattan live there but real brooklynites they're not living there not anymore what do you least. consider a real brooklynite real brooklynite's gonna move out to like you know like like uh oh god like canarsie or like well, not so much Red Hook anymore, but like no, Red Hook's down expensive. like Bayside and like, oh my gosh, people hate us right now. They're like, stop well, talking about Brooklyn. I know, but like, it's true. Like, you know, real Brooklynites. I mean, and also a lot of them are probably moving to Staten Island, but it's like there is the, the real, real Brooklyn people who've grown up there aren't necessarily growing up in Park Slope. Well, you know, you're right. They're, Brooklyn is is big, and yeah, there aren't, yeah. there aren't, you know, there and are. And you can find affordable expensive. housing if you're willing to go out to Sheepshead Bay. Yeah, yeah, Bay Ridge, Bay Ridge. Um, so uh, Dorothy is incredibly upset, and yes. this is where she says, like, she's reminded she's of the reminded party of the party yeah. that she's throwing for the high school reunion. Oh, which she can't do it. She says she can't do it, and 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 she goes to Ma, and like, Ma, I can't do it. And and, and oh, I forget which one, Rose or Blanche, are all like, No, you should, you should do it. This mm-hmm. is good. You'll tell everyone there. Ever, this is everyone needs to know. Which uh, shouldn't be on Dorothy to tell everybody. She killed her. No, she didn't. Um, <laughs> So it's so now we're it's it's the reunion, the which you know happening. has like you know tw- fifteen people yeah. maybe. Which I guess if it's like just people that live in Miami, fine. Yeah. And the sign says "Welcome League's champ, League champs forty six, and I'm like, that looks more I don't like what the fuck a. That's about. But it's not like welcome, like league champs. Was that their school mascot? I don't fucking know. Like ours might say welcome Carver Crusaders. I feel like if it was Brooklyn, it would be like, you know, the fighting minches. League champs (laughs) makes it sound like a sign that you would post at like a banquet after like the big game that the kids won. Mm. Welcome league champs. I love banquet buffets. Mm, me too. Mac and cheese. Mm. Uh. Oh, I was just with avid listeners of the podcast, Philip and Brandon and, and <laughs> Philip had, had mac and cheese in St. Louis. I was like, where's the connection? <laughs> he had mac and cheese. He ordered mac and cheese. We went to Llewellyn's if anyone is listening from St. Louis and he had 
mac and cheese. How so, was it? Philip, well, I'll let Philip comment on Facebook about All right, how was Philip, mac and cheese. All right, Philip, how was the mac and cheese? Let us know in the comments. My sandwich was a little too bready. Yeah. Too much bread. Too much bread crumbs? Yeah. No, yeah. no, just bread. Too much bread. Oh, too much bread. Too much bread. Got it. Was it. Like, it was very bread. I very bready. All the bread. Yeah. I ate bready. Yeah. Not, I'm not, I'm not even on bready. a little carb diet. Bready, yeah. 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 Say it again. Bread. <laughs> I'm making bread. <laughs> um, so uh, Dorothy goes out to the party. For, I'm sorry. Can we skip the whole Sophia story? Okay. No, no, no. Sorry. It's a thing. Yeah. There's one woman who has a speaking role yeah. who is, oh, God bless this woman. She's like basically wearing the same outfit that Trudy wore at the very beginning. Uh-huh. She's like walking around talking to random people. I think first she's talking to like Blanche, Sophia and then another random like, party goer. Where who just is nods at her. No, she goes, where's Trudy? You know, I haven't seen her in years. I'm so excited to see what Trudy says when she sees me after all this time. <laughs> Like, or uh, see what she looks like. I think whatever. Yeah, well, because that, that's the was. that's the emphasis of Sophia's joke, and then Sophia's like, her expression's not going to change six months from now either. Yeah, because she's dead. Um. <laughs> so then they. There's a whole story. I don't care. Yeah, there's a story about Sophia. Sophia, tells a story Sophia goes in to get to get Dorothy, and finally it works. Dorothy and she coaxes Dorothy out, and Dorothy makes this really impassioned sort of moment of saying that. Trudy is dead and she says I wish it had been me yeah but she has a funny reaction when she's like (laughs) oh can I I wrote it down please please she goes um you might as well take down that banner and replace it with one that reads welcome to the Dorothy kill Trudy party and then she runs away uh, yeah, but this is important. So she runs away, and and uh, and then Trudy. The doorbell rings. Doorbell rings. And Rose says. Rose says. Wait, does she do it when the doorbell rings and Rose goes, "Oh no, Dorothy's gonna have to tell her story all over again." <laughs> and then they open the door. Blanche opens the door, and it's Trudy. And she's like, "Hi, everybody. Hey, guys. What's happening?" And everyone's like, <gasps> and Blanche is even like, "What? You? Huh? You in the flesh?" And Trudy goes, "Oh no, it was all just staged. It was a big old practical joke." Like back in high school, there are. Many audible murmurs of disapproval. What are we gonna do? Of disapproval. I mean, she, why from would she do that? She would the, do that. Oh, and I then mean, those people like, are pissed. There are things that we did in high school that we do not do as adults. And then she says, like, like hanging out all night and dating random men and staying out to all hours of the morning. And then she realizes she's talking about her current life. And yeah. She Rose yeah. informs her she's digging a ditch. Um, That's pretty great. And and so then Trudy Blanche just says, "You better go apologize." And she. She, 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 they take Rose and Blanche, take Trudy back to Dorothy's room where she is supposed to be crying. Mm-hmm. They open the door or they go to the door and they're, they, they have this talk or whatever. And then eventually Trudy's like, give me five minutes and she'll be beaming from ear to ear. And she opens the door and Dorothy's in bed with Trudy's husband. <gasps> <gasps> now the girls secretly love it. You see a smile on Blanche's face. When well, she's, yeah, because like, they hate Trudy. But they they love they love that Dorothy's doing. I, yes. They all love that Dorothy's getting some, which I'm like, get the D, Dorothy. And so Dorothy says, it's not what it looks like, but <laughs> it's also it's not what it it's not what it's not what it looks like. That's because, pretty quick because it was only five minutes. I mean, you have to take well, off clothes. That's what I'm saying. Is thing. that? And I get that they have to be like surprise and like throw the blanket off, but yeah. they also it was so strange. 
that they're in bed and they're both holding the covers up to their noses mm-hmm. like they're children who are scared after a scary bedtime story. <laughs> Don't look at my boobies. Yeah, so it was really <laughs> weird. So everybody's like, oh, oh my, oh, oh. Like at least when you see, and I'm, you're going to be so happy I'm going to reference this right now, at least yeah. when you see Michael and Rose's daughter in bed together. Yeah. He's shirtless and she's holding the sheet up. I'm so hard right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, do something. Roll up your yeah. sleeves. Put an arm out. God, I want to. They're it, literally covered up to their eyeballs. And everybody's anybody, like, oh, i your eyes. If anybody, I want, I need, we need to make something of Michael shirtless. Like, there needs to be a product. Like, I need a, I need a t-shirt. Someone just, who has a silk screen, make me something yeah somebody will eventually there are enough of you out there um and trudy says and this is where we have a funny the the runner with blanche she does it again she goes um she goes what kind of person sleeps with her friend's husband and blanche is like steps forward again it's not being asked of her she steps forward she's like oh well i mean you know you never really know the circumstances i mean sometimes people oh you're talking about okay okay okay, okay, bye bye and she steps back um and then the i love the sort of like and three two one gotcha yeah like the way they throw the blanket on um, it would have been so funny if they were like, gotcha, and then they threw the blankets off and they were like still naked. <laughs> like if the Golden Girls were on FX 2016, oh. they would have been like, gotcha. Everybody's like, oh, phew. And then they take the blankets off and they're still naked. And everybody's yeah. like, oh. Oh. <laughs> this um, is, makes us feel uncomfortable. So yeah, if, uh, yeah, if Stephen yeah. Falk, the, so the creator of You're the Worst, ever wants to do that story. Um, <laughs> Dorothy, uh, Dorothy's all like, yeah, see, now I knew something was up. Something was fishy about this. So I saw what your husband came, I forget his name, came in to console me and I dragged it out of him. So we cocked up this whole thing. Yes. This was like Dorothy when she solves the crime in the case of the yes. Libertine Bell. She's yeah. very much like, I knew that it was but going to whatever. So what I did was, <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> Dorothy, there you are, Jessica Fletcher in your ass all over this place. Oh my God. I was watching so much Murder, She Wrote this weekend. Um, I feel like you texted me about Murder, She Wrote at I some did. point. I did. Why? Why do they leave children with her? <laughs> Is that what you texted me about? Yes. She's around. No, I said we should write a murder mystery. Oh, but- okay. Um, Jessica Fletcher is the most iris. The dead people follow her, and they're entrusting children to her in this episode. It was crazy. To yeah, me. that is a little weird. Like she's like a walking jinx, and they're just like, yes. yeah, every single not the week. Robert Durst jinx, like an actual jinx. She's an actual jinx. Like she's the most kind woman ever, but she's killing people. Anyway, no. there's a funny moment where. Um, what kind of person? Wait, what? Oh no! I, you're thinking of the Sophia yes, joke. Yeah. Uh, Trudy's husband goes. So I got in bed with Dorothy. It was a joke. And then Dorothy wrote, or Sophia steps forward, and Dorothy goes, "Not a word, Ma." It's so good. <laughs> it's such a good moment. Um. Uh. So then, you know, they Trudy's like, "That was the most horrible, despicable, blah 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 blah." Boy, have I missed you! And then yeah. they hug, and they're basically like, "Everybody's like, what the fuck, you yeah. freak!" And they're like, "Yeah." we just fuck with each other and i'm like what trudy did was way worse than what dorothy did it's true we don't know how many days went by and we don't even know at what point dorothy found out also what was she doing like i, I mean, know she was just like hanging out in miami like <laughs> she like at the tippins that's a restaurant in florida oh i was thinking maybe she was at like a marriott or something oh a marriott or like a hilton maybe she was chilling with barbara streisand reenacting her days and funny girl 
Maybe, except that's the real person, and this is a character in a fictional situation. It's all shady, show. shady, shady borderline. Uh, yeah, what was she doing? It's Who like knows? she's in Miami. She should be hanging out with her best friend. We'll write the spinoff episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Trudy on the We'll lamb. write an episode where Trudy really does die. Trudy cries wolf. Oh, that's what it would be called. The Trudy who cried wolf. Uh, yeah, and everybody's like, oh, haha, we get it, Trudy, but she's really she's having like an having aneurysm. A heart attack. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> so they all uh, leave the room, and Blanche and Rose go, oh, we, what? This is, this is the low down worst thing you've ever done to us, Dorothy Spornak. And they basically are like, we hurt with you. We were, we were beside ourselves with you. We thought you were genuinely upset. Mm-hmm. And, and Dorothy's just sort of taken aback. Stunned. And like, I didn't know. I'm sorry. I didn't know this meant. And so they leave. They exit they the room. They storm exit out. the room. And Blanche has, and Dorothy like sits on the bed sort of like, did I ruin a friendship over this? Like, what did I do? It was a very serious moment. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Blanche comes back in. She smiles and she's like, Gotcha. And she's like, oh, Blanche, you totally got so me. So cute. She's like, but I couldn't have done it without Rose. And, and Rose is gone. Poor Rose. She wasn't in on the joke. Rose no. is already, like, packing up her stuff to move out. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. I loved this episode. I liked it, too. Guys, it's a fun one. if you haven't watched it recently, go back and watch it. It it's is really There's no good. beast story. It is just full of zingers. Yeah. It is. I loved it. I Yeah, I think it's great. I think... Yeah, it was really fun. I like. I want. I want a gif of of Dorothy going and and call it the Dorothy Trudy party. I can probably make you that. S- like scream crying Dorothy is no. really fun because um, she doesn't do it much. What's your um, golden takeaway from this episode? Um, I know mine. You go. Yeah. So if I I sometimes think might be nice to fake my own death. So. I we've talked about this like four. Oh no, wait. Have we? We've talked about this a few I times. I you on the and podcast. I maybe texted about it. We. I know we've talked about what our funerals would be on the podcast. I think we've also talked about if we would fake our own death and go to our own funeral. I feel like we've maybe talked about that. Maybe. Well, I'm just Do saying, guys. If you are going to fake your death. I would do it in sort of like a passing, like less of an audience way. You know what I mean? Like, like have your husband come and say, oh, she didn't wake up today and tell the girls instead of doing it live. Because that just adds in a lot of just sort of unnecessary expenses, like you were saying about the huh. ambulance and stuff. The logistics of it. Yeah. I mean, you yes, might argue if, in real life. If this was real life, uh-huh. I'm okay. saying that's my golden takeaway. If you're okay. going to fake your death, make sure you have a buddy that can cover for you <laughs> like like a fantastic film that I think everyone should watch. I highly recommend it. It's called Bubba Hotep. It's a ridiculous Bruce Campbell film uh, about Elvis Presley. Who, Whoa. Yes. These it, are three things I did not think you were going to say in one sentence. Oh, no, but it's great because in the story, so the, the, the plot of the film is that Bruce Campbell plays Elvis Presley in a retirement home late in life, and he keeps trying to tell people, I'm Elvis Presley, but no one believes him because Elvis is dead. And he or tells this. Exactly. He tells the story about how he got really like addicted to drugs, and he just needed a fucking break. He just needed to get clean and take a fucking break. And so he gets this Las Vegas impersonator who looked exactly like him. He was the best one. To He pays him to be Elvis for a couple of years. Died. And then that guy dies, and this guy, the real Elvis is like, fuck, 
I can't be back now. I'm not. I'm, and so he's and fucked. also I'm free if that is in fact well, what he, he wanted. Wa- he didn't want that though. Um, he wanted to go back. He was ready to go back. Oh, and he then could. He well, couldn't. wait. What year is this? Because they couldn't. probably couldn't do DNA I testing. I forget. But um, and then but they could do years later. Testing, years later, he's in this. Records. He's in this retirement home that's being um, attacked by um, mummies. Mummies. Mm. There's a mummy. This is where the Bruce Campbell fits in. No, Bruce Campbell's Elvis. And also, no, I'm just saying this is where the Bruce Campbell of it all fits in. Ossie Davis plays John F. Kennedy, who also survived the assassination. They colored his skin, which is why he's a black man. It's a great film, guys. I highly recommend it. Damn. It's ridiculous. We yeah, should all watch it one night. Yeah, it's already a little night. broad yeah. there. Yeah. Um, my golden takeaway for this episode, just thinking back on the that time when we scared Kim with the clown. That's amazing. I my my niece and my nephew this past week were kept talking. They're they're like four and six, respectfully. And they um they 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 somehow heard about these clown things happening around the country, the clown attacks or whatever. And my niece and my nephew were like the clowns go and murder people, but they won't murder us because I have my army men and she has her crown. They can't Aww. murder us. Clowns? Psst. I don't know if I don't know if that's adorable and sweet, or I don't know if we should tell them the cold hard truth about that no, clowns can murder that them. That predators can harm children. Mm, I like that they're not afraid of clowns. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Not like your friend that you made worse. She's she's great, actually. If she had if she was not like a mom and doing great, yeah. I might be worried that I did something. I mean, she may have you know, night terrors. I don't know. We don't talk yeah. as much as we. You used don't know to. her dark side. I don't, but I see your mom every time I go home, and she seems to think she's doing well. So. It's always the mom's always the last to know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So don't do shit like that to your friends, guys. It's mean. I feel like everybody listening is of the age where they're like, Dude. "Well, Carrie, I wouldn't, but thanks." Uh, but if any of you are entertaining the idea, I think you should do it. No, I don't think you should. I loved it. That sounds like a great because story. Here, I mean, so many things could have happened. Our friend Kim could have killed our friend Danielle. Who was the clown? Would because a, she was like fight or flight. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, but think about the documentary potential you would have had in that years later. Oh, yeah. It would have been great to try to get a, a VHS copy of it from prison. <laughs> <laughs> Making a Murderer, Guys, season two, Carrie's childhood. <laughs> we need to eat dinner. It's almost 9 p.m. Yes, um, this was so much but fun. But if you guys are following along and you're watching the episodes along with us, the next episode we will be watching is season four, uh, Little Sister which is the one where Rose's sister, Holly, thinks she's better than everyone else. Back of Holly. Um, guys, thanks so much for listening. If you like what you've heard and you want to support us, you can go to outonthelanai.com slash donate to set up a one-time donation or a monthly donation on Patreon. We partnered with Patreon. And, you know, it, it helps with the recording. You hear what we're doing now. We're setting up, we're trying to set up a, a live show at some point in the near future. Outside and of Los Angeles. Outside of Los Angeles. So all the donations help towards that goal so yeah if you want to give a little something we would really really appreciate it and uh if you guys also uh maybe you can't donate but you want to do something to help the podcast you can go to itunes you can rate and review the podcast Mm because that always helps more people uh find the podcast and get to find you can also do the same on google play we're on google play now we are on google play uh and you can follow the podcast on twitter we are at golden girls pod we are golden girls podcast on facebook Mm -hmm. um and i am um, squid eat squid on Twitter and squidzy on Instagram. Still haven't used that Snapchat. <laughs> you should. I don't even know what my what I signed up for. Like if I chose a handle. Do you choose a handle with Snapchat? Yes. Okay. Carrie, how old are you? 
I'll be 34 in a couple weeks. I'm 34 already, and I know all of these things. Um, I am a talent I will, Scott. I will be much more wise when I'm your age. <laughs> I'm H. Allen Scott on everything. And guys, thanks again for listening. This has been Out on the Lanai. And remember, stay, stay golden. golden. And remember your fucking Snapchat. Don't handle. terrify your friends. Mile, mile, mile.